Hi, this is The Greatest Story Ever Played. I'm Dan. I'm Jordan. And today we're going to be talking about The Walking Dead Season 2, Episode 4, called Amid the Ruins. Yep, yep. So, jumping in. With the group scattered amidst a swarm of monsters sent from hell, Clementine's only goal is finding her friends and keeping them safe. Now, armed with only a hatchet, can she gather all of her friends before trouble finds them? So, uh, the episode begins right where we left off last time, which is <laughs> Sarita screaming as her arm has been cut off by Clementine because she was bit on the wrist by a walker. So Clementine, in the moment, says, okay, I'm going to try and save this arm, save you from becoming a walker. Chops it off. Sarita screams. Here we are. Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, and so you make the cut, and... What happens is she's, you know, lying on the ground screaming and bleeding, and Kenny is pissed at you. He is really upset. He's like, what the fuck, Clementine? How how could you do this sort of attitude? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Very frustrating (laughs) of of Kenny. Yeah, he, um, yeah, not very, uh, I don't know, understanding of the situation they're in, I would say. So Kenny's, like, getting pissed, and you're like, Kenny, we've got to go. Like, we can bring her, but we have to leave. Um, no, no, she gets bit more, doesn't she? Yeah, she screams, so she gets, like... Swarmed. Yeah, and then Kenny kills the walkers. Around her. That are eating her. And then, but, I mean, at this point, she's still alive, but she's, like... Basically she's dead. She's gone. Yeah, she's gone. Yeah, yeah. She's basically dead at this point, and we're like, Kenny, we got to go. Like, we... We can't stay here. Unfortunately, she's gone. I tried to, you know, save her, but it, you know, it didn't work. But she's gone, and uh, Kenny won't leave. He's like, "No, we got to stay here. We can bring her." Um, and so then you have choices of like trying to convince him, or what I did is I put Sarita down. Personally, I didn't want her to like turn and like I don't know, fuck Kenny up, kind of thing. So I I like chopped her head with my little axe or whatever (laughs) yeah i i didn't do this and honestly it's because i i played before so i know you know i i know you know i know kind of know what happens yeah but i think that is the right call but kenny gets pissed right like i assume he's like even more angry oh yeah he's mad he's like you dumb fucking kid like he's not happy (laughs) He's, yeah, he's angry. So, what did you do then for that? Uh, I just tried to talk him out of, like, just leaving her basically, or like even bringing her. But he he ended up just staying there. Oh, so you just so, wander off yeah, without I, him? I tried. Yeah, yeah, he makes you. Yeah. Oh, so he just says, "Go away, Clementine. I'm staying here." Yep. Wow. Okay. Weird. Yeah. I probably would have preferred that. I think I made the right choice, but I think I would have preferred that. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's definitely the right call, um, like what you did. But I, you know, again, I like kind of cheated because I, I knew I know it happens. So I was like, eh, I'm just gonna let her die here. She's fine. Kenny will be all right. That makes sense. Yeah. So Kenny's mad. I still get split up from Kenny. So I do the chop. He gets mad, and him and Mike run one way, and I try to follow him, but get stuck. Um, and then I think the same. Also, at this time, we see Luke and Nick run by, going after Sarah, and Nick gets shot in the shoulder on his way out. Um, So, there's really just, again, continued chaos from the end of last episode to right now. This is totally nuts. Yep. (laughs) After this, Clementine runs into Rebecca, who was trying to walk through the horde and then kind of got spooked and sort of stumped and stopped. And just is, like, kind of standing there. And, uh, we try to get her to go and she's kind of uncertain. And then Jane basically rescues us by coming and being like, Hey, uh, you should like walk like this. We'll be able to leave. And we were kind of like, uh, and Jane like kills a walker or well, chops a walker's jaw off and then uses it kind of as a, um, uh, a thing what what are the things that are in front of car like the, like a like a a plow yeah kind of. yeah a plow there we go <laughs> totally lost that word yes a plow <laughs> she, she uses it kind of as that so walkers will like walk into it and they'll be like oh okay and then you know you'll be able to kind of push through them 
like a V almost um, kind of thing. And so uh, they escape uh, from the horde going towards the compound. Uh, from here, Clementine, Jane, and Rebecca arrive at Parker's Run, which is the Civil War site that they had planned to meet up at before uh, everything went to shit. And when they get there, Bonnie and Mike are there, and so is Kenny, and Kenny's really shook up. He's, um, like, sitting by himself, like, muttering, um, kind of praying, sorry, Sarita, like, that sort of stuff. It's... Yeah, he's crazy. I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's reasonable. Like, it's not... His reaction's not crazy, but he's kind of gone crazy from all the chaos and the grief and the loss that he's experienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, his wife died, his son died, now his girlfriend mm-hmm. died probably in his arms. Like, that's that's a lot to bear, you know, for one guy. Yeah, he's understandably shook up. Like, this reaction is fair, I would say. But he's he's really shook, uh, especially for a guy who's typically so, like, strong-headed and determined and knows what to do or acts like he knows what to do. To be this way is yeah. pretty, pretty different for him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so from here, Clementine goes and tries to talk to Kenny about, you know, what happened, and Kenny's just pissed. Um, again, you made the wrong call. How could you do that? Like, same kind of stuff. Yeah, and even in my playthrough, that was the same. He, because, yeah, I didn't, I didn't kill her, but he was still really pissed. Like, I was definitely the object of his anger. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's how it felt here, and I, I I think he said something along the lines of like, "You think you can get away just fucking stuff up because you're a kid, but you can't. Like you you killed people, Clementine. This is your fault, kind of thing. It's pretty harsh shit. Like you're like, bro, like you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, she got bit. Like, sorry, dude. Yeah, it's like you damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like you you've got to like I don't know making that decision to cut the arm is probably the right call in the moment, even though it was a shit show. I don't know if, like, could Sarita have run this far and then been able to not get the Walker infection anyway? Like, probably not. Yeah, I, I think it's the right call. And I, I don't know what his reaction is if you don't cut her arm off, but I imagine it's pretty similar. Yeah, I think um, his reaction instead is, I, I guess uh, Sarita is actually here if you uh, don't cut the arm. But, you know, she's going to die anyway. Yeah. And Kenny's like, why didn't you do something? So uh, Kenny's going to be <laughs> upset either way. Yeah, um, either way. Which I, I get. I don't think either one's out of character for him. I, I the, the other version to me feels like something I could see Kenny being more mad about, like you didn't do something. Kenny seems like a guy who te- tends to be more okay with being wrong by action than wrong by inaction. <laughs> yep, that's that seems very accurate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, nonetheless, Kenny's not happy, uh, and our attempt to talk to him isn't great. So uh, from here, we go back and we talk with Bonnie and Mike, and we decide that, hey, we'll go look for Luke, Sarah, and Nick, and they'll stay here with Kenny, because um, hopefully more of the group made it out kind of thing. So on the way to going to look for Luke, Nick, and Sarah, Jane starts giving Clementine pragmatic advice about surviving. Really, Jane doesn't even care if we find Luke, but she just wanted to, you know, get away from the group to be able to tell Clementine her her wisdom, so to speak, on living in the apocalypse, which is yeah. uh, trust people as long as you want to, but once they're not helpful, don't don't worry about them. Like, only you are responsible for your own survival. You're not responsible for other people. Groups are bad. If you are in a group, like, be ready to cut them out at a moment's notice because, like surviving's hard i think you're a survivor you should be like me and be a survivor but also doesn't want to like team up with clementine exactly she's not like saying clementine we should make our own group she's more giving clementine like this is how you should think and be ready to go and you shouldn't be overly committed to this group basically yeah yeah her main point is definitely that groups are are not great and they always break down so you should be on your own and safer yep yeah, so, uh, and at least for me, I don't know if this is how you responded, but 
I responded pretty favorably about groups. Like, I was in a group with Lee. Uh, you know, like, I've been helped by people. They've helped me. Like, being in a group is good. Yeah, same. I, I just don't agree either with her. So, um, yeah, I, I responded pretty anti-lone wolf mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, as they're walking, though, they end up finding Sarah's glasses uh, on the ground. And... They start to kind of look around and be like, maybe she's nearby. And then in the distance, they can hear Sarah screaming. So like, okay, <laughs> cool. We found her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And it's inside this trailer park. So they head into the p- trailer park and uh, they find a chain link fence that's cut open. And Walker Nick is stuck inside of it. Um, and so Clementine puts him down. And... Uh, Jane, again, gives more pragmatic advice of, like, you you should be the one to do it. You need to be ready to put down any of your friends if they become a walker. Like, you know, you don't want to have people live that way. And I was like, yeah, I've done that before. Like, been there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stupid Jane. Yeah. Uh, and it, that was the thing I agree with her about is that you do need to be ready for that stuff. But mm-hmm. um from here, uh, we see the trailer that Luke and Sarah are in, but it's surrounded by walkers. So we make a distraction by putting a walker on a car that uh, in the car's front seat. So it's on the car horn. So it draws all the walkers to that car. And then we can sneak around and get inside the trailer. So inside the trailer, um, or we get to the trailer, we have to kick the door in because Luke and Sarah don't answer which is not great, but... um, (laughs) Yeah, very annoying. (laughs) Yeah, but we get inside, and Luke explains that Sarah is in shock and won't move. Um, And Sarah's just sitting on the ground, like, um, vacant, almost. Like, she's there physically, but she's not really there um, emotionally or anything like that. Like... Yep. She she can't really respond to you. Instead, it's just... um, silence or periods of like crying and screaming kind of thing like it's there's not a lot of um interaction that you can really do um in this time also the walkers unfortunately start to come back as uh (laughs) the the zombie on our car horn fell off so that's not distracting them anymore they're all back but um unfortunately with the door that we knocked down to get in um now they're pressing up on it we've put some furniture in front of it but like they're gonna come in and we gotta get out And this is where your first decision of this episode comes in, which is, do you leave Sarah behind? Um, There's a skylight, like, above uh, at the ceiling of the trailer. And so Luke jumps out of there, and then it's our turn, and we can convince Sarah to come with us or just leave her. Um, And then Jane will show up last. So uh, how'd this play out for you? What did you uh, choose? How'd it go? Um, I... I chose to to try to save her. Um, so essentially, <clears throat> like, it's just a long string of frantically trying to get her to move, and she won't. And then you end up just slapping her in the face. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. And then she, you can get her out of the trailer. But it's really annoying, and she's really annoying. I'm still glad I saved her, but uh, she sucks. And Well, she doesn't suck. She's in shock, which makes sense, but she's really annoying to me. So, yeah, just a long string of her not responding, you, like, yelling and, like, trying to get her to move, mm-hmm. and then hitting her in the face. Okay. So that, that like, slap wakes her up, essentially, to get up and leave. Yep. Okay. Makes sense. Um, I tried to save her, but I didn't hit her, and so it didn't work. So um, uh, that, that must be what it is. So I tried to stay behind to save her, and then there was one question that happens like in like a second where it's really fast. You have to decide what to do, and I didn't choose fast enough, and so then it made me leave. Um, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so then I had to leave, and so I climb out through the skylight, and then I can just hear her getting eaten, and I was like, fuck, I didn't want that to happen. <laughs> Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, I was try- I wanted to save her. Like, I, I, I was definitely trying to convince her I wasn't going to just leave her, but I didn't answer the questions right. Um, so I ended up leaving her anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, part of me wanted to slap her, so. Sure. I was kind of glad it was an option, and 
it saved her. So yeah. It was a it was a win win for me. No, yeah. Um I, I guess also how this goes. Uh, 41% of people managed to save Sarah, like you did, and then 59% of people either didn't save her, uh, they left her behind. So they either didn't save her like me, they weren't successful, or they just left. And we're like, see ya. <laughs> so. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, there's that. Uh, first up on Twitter, uh, we've got Alyssa on Twitter, who said, uh, no, never ever, so she wouldn't leave Sarah behind. Mm-hmm. And then... Ashidi on Twitter said no, so also saved her. And then uh, last up, Harley on Twitter said she wouldn't budge despite the fact that we were literally zombies banging at the door. I kind of had to leave her behind. So, um, <laughs> yeah, makes uh, makes sense. I, I, I definitely get it if someone would, would jet in that situation, but I tried not to, but it happened anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't like Sarah, so whatever. Sure. So, uh, from here, we head back to Parker's Run. Um, this was something on the way back that I did not like, is I was walking on the, on the way back, you're walking with Jane and Luke, and there's a part where Luke is like, man, I can't believe you left her behind. And so I was like, you left her behind too, and then he <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's but, a good point. Yeah. yeah was, it wasn't, it's, I'm, I'm like the 10-year-old kid. I'm not the, the cornerstone of this group. Yeah, you dick. Um, yeah, I was not happy with Luke for that. I was like, like, if he would have said, I can't believe we left her behind, I would have like been like, that's fine. You know, I can dialogue on that. But he was like, I can't believe you left her behind. I was like, bro, I can't believe you left her behind. Yeah, you were first out, you little bitch. Also, you were there for a long time and you couldn't figure it out. Like, shut up, dude. Um, (laughs) so (laughs) I, I, I feel like in the last like hour of gameplay, Luke has gone down in my like shit list from like wanting to leave Kenny behind to like trying to scold me a little bit right here. I was like, you bitch, like, come on. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I I was just shocked. I was like, I can't believe you said that. Um, but anyway, we walk back with Jane and Luke and you have Sarah with you also. And we get to Parker's run and Rebecca's pregnancy is getting more intense. Um, her water has broken. She's starting to have some contractions and the group doesn't know what to do. Basically everyone's like, I've never had kids. What do you do here? <laughs> and <laughs> yep. so then they're like, Clementine, do you think, what do you, what do you think? Do you, do you think Kenny would know what to do? And I was like, he did have a family. He might know. I'll go talk to him. So we try a round two with Kenny. And uh, the way I kind of went with this was, hey, the group really needs you. Like, uh, And Kenny is sort of dismissive at first. Like, well, you know, how could anyone need me? Everyone who I've tried to lead has died kind of thing. And I was like, no, you've like fought for people surviving. They've survived. And we need you here. Like this baby needs you. You know how to you know you've been a parent you've been around you know birth uh when your son was born that sort of stuff like we need you for this and kenny accepts he's like okay fine uh and so i I think kenny kind of sees okay i do have a role here and i think that helps sort of pull him out of uh being shook yep yeah it like gives gives him another purpose uh because yeah his continually get killed (laughs) but now he's got a new one for yeah. Now. yeah exactly so uh upon uh kenny agreeing he comes and gets shit in motion gives the group plans what to do so he says uh jane and clementine you need to go find a place safe for us to have this baby um and then mike and bonnie need to go and look for supplies somewhere else luke you're gonna stand guard and i'll be here helping rebecca uh with the contractions and like getting her prepared to give birth So, Clementine and Jane go off, and they find uh, a deck that's got a gift shop on it. So, it's like a a raised platform, sort of a second-story gift shop of sorts. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's got a gift shop, and the gift shop is padlocked. So, it's got one of those um, metal shutters, uh, like screen door shutter type deals. Um, and they'd say, this is probably a good spot for the baby to be born. Since it's locked, no one's probably been in here since, you know, the apocalypse started. There might be some stuff there. Also, we're up high, so we'd be safe from walkers. This would be a good place for, uh, the baby to be born. 
which I agree with for having to find a spot um, in a pinch. This is a pretty good spot for this, I'd say. Yeah, especially yeah when you throw in a screaming, crying baby. Uh, it's definitely yeah. Even just the metal bars alone make it worth. Mm-hmm. Like going in there, like the metal shutter thing. Yeah, makes it pretty safe. Mm-hmm. So uh, while they're up there, though, a man uh, starts walking towards them and comes up on the deck, and he attempts to hide uh, a bag inside of the trash can up there. And we sneak up on him and hold him up. So Clementine is like on one side of him and is like, hey, and he turns around and then Jane sneaks up on him kind of thing. And this leads us to our second choice in the game. Yep. So at this point, uh, this guy's name is Arvo. He's like a European Russian guy. Um, so you can you can choose to like steal his. Essentially, it's like a little bag. It's full of medicine. Mm-hmm. You can choose to steal it or not steal it from him. Um, so either way, you send him away and like threaten him, like don't come back here. But you can take his stuff or not. So I, I also I didn't end up stealing. So 52% of people were with me. Then it looks like you did decide to steal from this poor guy. <laughs> this poor, lonely guy. Probably yeah. 48% of people. Yeah, so why, why did you commit a crime and steal from this this guy? Just his medicine, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my reasoning was... Uh, Unfortunately, I think kind of similar to something you said earlier. Since I've played this, I didn't remember context, but I just remember thinking the Russians were assholes in this game. Um, and so when this guy showed up, I was like, fuck this guy. And um, <laughs> and yeah, I, don't re- I didn't remember anything else, but I just remembered the Russians that showed up in season two were assholes. So <laughs> um, I was like, fuck that. I'm going to rob you. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah. But if I hadn't if I hadn't known that, I don't think I would have robbed him. And I think the first time we played, we didn't rob him. Yeah, I I forget what we did the first time, and I was, I obviously or honestly don't remember this, um, or didn't remember this going into it. Mm. But I just chose not to steal because it seemed. I don't like. I don't know. It just it just never seems good to do that. Like I, I can't think of. A time playing Walking Dead, I've stolen from someone, and it's been like, that was the right call. Um, yeah. So I, it just seemed like it would be have have bad consequences. So I was like, eh, just get out of here. That's true. I don't know that you should probably ever steal in The Walking Dead, or or you know, I guess in the zombie apocalypse in general, unless you like kill the person you steal from so they don't hunt you down. Yeah, for like, sure. <laughs> that seems that seems the only way is you've got to just do it all. Like I'm gonna kill you and take your stuff, not. <laughs> Uh, cause I don't know. I imagine in the zombie apocalypse, you don't want additional enemies. Like, <laughs> yeah, they either need to Definitely be out. Not. They need to either be out of the chess game or whatever. Like they they're not a piece anymore, or you don't steal from them. <laughs> yep, I totally agree. <laughs> so okay, so your reasoning basically was um, not good to steal. So I'm not gonna steal here. Yep. Cool. Yep. Makes sense. Uh, Chris on Twitter said he kept his supplies, so like you didn't steal. And then Alyssa on Twitter says, not proud to say I did, so just like you, another cold-hearted soul stole from this guy. Yep. (laughs) So uh, from here, Clementine heads back to the group and says that they found a spot. So from here, uh, Kenny tells Clementine to go check up on Bonnie and Mike. and then we can all like head over to the spot together kind of thing. So when you meet up with Bonnie and Mike, they haven't found uh, anything yet and are feeling kind of uh, bad about it. They're like, I don't want to like show up empty handed kind of thing, which makes sense. I get that. Um, and we noticed that there's uh, like jugs of water potentially in the ticket booth uh, right at the entrance. Um, but there's a, um, I guess like a small metal gate essentially, um, in the ticket booth that's in the way. So, and the door is locked. So this is where your third decision comes up, which is, did you crawl through the ticket booth or not? Um, and it looks like we did the same thing. Both of us crawled through it 
along with 50% of people. Um, what was your thought here? It just made sense to me to go in there. I mean, we've done it before mm-hmm. uh, in season one. And I think in early in season two, I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean, it just, you know, we can kill walkers. We can crawl through there. It's fine. Mm-hmm. To me, it just made sense. Yeah, that was kind of what I thought, too. It's like, it seems like these are sort of the jobs Clementine has as part of her, like, role in the group, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, if you refuse to crawl through, though, then Bonnie tries to reach through, and 50% of people also let that happen. Uh, Chris on Twitter wrote in and said uh, that he had Bonnie reach through with her hand. Um, so what happens either way is if you go through, or if Bonnie goes through, there's a sneaky walker there who gives you a scare, but uh, I think Mike ends up breaking the door down and killing it, so um, <laughs> mm-hmm. it gets pretty soft. And uh, to me, felt a little annoying of like, why didn't you just do this in the first place? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, great point. Like, you could kick this door down in like three seconds, bro. Yeah, it seems like we should have just done that and not done the crazy way. Like, I get the thought of like, oh, we don't want to make noise, but like. It didn't seem like there were any walkers in here. Like, you could probably knock that door down. Um, as evidenced yep. by that you did it later. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and nothing happened. Bad yeah, enough. right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Ultimately, though, we do get inside, and there are a couple big jugs of water. So, um, Mike and Bonnie are like, cool, we can go back and we can, you know, have something to contribute to. And so, we head back, and... When we head back, uh, a bunch of walkers have started to show up, so the group's got to run. Um, during this, uh, Kenny goes and fights walkers, and instead what he does is he um, basically carvers a walker where he <laughs> hits it in the head and then just keeps wailing on it. Um, yeah. And, oh, is this um, is this right after Jane and Luke had hooked up? Um, right before. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, I see that. All right. No, that's okay. That's about to happen. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Kenny wails on a walker and is just like hitting it. Mike takes out like a couple walkers and then they run behind us. So Clementine uh, ends up being the first one to uh, the deck and sees that Jane and Luke have just finished hooking up. Uh, uh, Kenny is shortly behind Clementine and starts berating them saying Luke you were supposed to be on watch duty and you're you know getting off come on dude Uh, (laughs) he's mad which is Uh, a good point like uh, understandable here yeah it's like this is another knock on Luke for sure right you were you were supposed to be protecting us and instead you let a bunch of walkers sneak up on us come on man um yeah you dick yeah definitely shitty by luke um and also uh in this too the walkers have like followed them to this so kenny goes inside the store and is assisting rebecca with giving birth because this baby's coming um like it's happening now kind of thing and then the rest of the group has to try to stop the walkers from getting up there trying to kill them trying to kill them at the stairwell ultimately what they do is they end up breaking the deck off basically uh, so it just falls off and, uh, the walkers can't get up because there's not a stairwell up anymore. Um, and actually in my playthrough, since Sarah was alive, this is actually where she dies. So, uh, the first time the, like you bring that cannon thing out there and it breaks a hole in it and Sarah falls through and gets trapped underneath like the, the broken deck. And then, essentially, she gets eaten by walkers at that point, so... Oh, shit. She didn't last very long after I'd saved her. Yeah, that. Yeah, I guess her number was this episode either way, so... Um... Okay, so Sarah, yeah, Sarah's done here either way, so gets eaten by walkers. Um, that sucks that she goes out the same way either way. Like, it's not like you get one um, less awful death. Either way, you're getting eaten by walkers. Yeah, and she did nothing useful. Right. Like, in between the the, this, the time you first save her and the time she dies. So, honestly, part of me was like, that was just a waste. <laughs> Should have just let you die in the first place. Which is pretty fucked <laughs> up, but 
eh, I don't know. She was annoying. So, yeah. Okay, so Sarah dies uh, here for you. For me, Jane, I, I guess, Jane, you probably had her fall down there, too. Yeah, so... Or uh, or she was hanging off the ledge, right? Yeah, and then you can have her drop down to try to save Sarah, and either way, she gets eaten by walkers, and Jane survives. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, that's what happened uh, for mine. So, group is uh, safe up there. Rebecca has the baby. Uh, later that night, you get in a conversation with Rebecca about the baby. Um, and, I, I don't know, try to reassure her and just... I don't know, be positive is what I did. Yeah, me too. Um, and then uh, at, at this point, this is like the next, uh, I guess it's a decision. To me, it's not really a decision, but it's a decision. Um, you can talk to Rebecca and reassure her and, you know, encourage her. Or the baby's going to be okay, whatever. Um, and she offers to let you hold the baby. So this is a a decision technically. So 57% of people held the baby and 43% of people did not hold the baby (laughs) for some reason. Um, So it looks like we both held the baby. I I didn't really have any rationale. It just was like it seems inconsequential, so I'm going to do it. Yeah, same. I, um, yeah. I feel like similar to what you said. I don't really feel like this is much a decision. I'm sort of surprised that 43% of people still said no. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> people like, ew, babies. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Is it? Do you say, ew, babies? Do you say, I've got something else to do and, like, walk in another corner? Like, um, <laughs> Yeah. I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't I don't really know what that would be. Um, but, yeah, I did. I mean, same thing. I, I don't know. Wanting to assure Rebecca, it seems like for some reason we have, maybe because we're a kid and she, you know, just had a kid, but before this was pregnant, like, um, had a bond, sort of. Like, uh, she reacted mean to us in the beginning, but she really warmed up over the course of the last couple episodes. Oh, definitely. And, you know, versus, like, episode one, she was kind of harsh. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't. I would be curious, if anyone didn't hold the baby, uh, but you listened to us, please let us know why you didn't. Yeah, very curious. <laughs> yeah, this just doesn't seem like a decision to me. No, yeah. I, I really think that, um, just after talking, it doesn't feel like this one or the one before of like choosing to go through the uh, ticket booth thing. I don't feel like either of those are really decisions. They must have been... Uh, kind of struggling for choices in this episode yeah that's fair Um, i feel like a lot of this was like dialogue and just killing walkers but mm -hmm. well we can talk about that in general thoughts but yeah you're you're probably right i wonder if they were just kind of like uh we need two more decisions so just make these decisions i feel like choosing to put down sarita or not after the arm chop could have been a decision yeah that's pretty intense that's way bigger than uh, holding a baby yeah but you know whatever (laughs) um (laughs) yeah sure yeah so you hold the baby cool whatever um and this is sort of your spot to kind of check in with the group as it goes so then you talk with jane for a little bit she kind of reiterates her pragmatic survival stuff and decides to leave the group and just heads off um it's like all right see you guys good luck i think i'm done being in this group and we're like all right fine um for me at this point i was a little over her spiel of like pragmatic survival like there are parts i agreed with but some of it i'm kind of like eh um not all about you kind of thing yeah like good luck if you think you're better off on your own have fun that was kind of my thought yeah after this, we uh, talk with the group and decide we need to move to look for a safer place for shelter as um, it is getting colder. You know, now having a place for shelter is even more important since we have a baby. Um, you know, the place we're at is okay, but it won't really last very long, so we need to find somewhere else. So we can choose to either go now or rest up a little bit and then go. Um we chose to go now for mine. I don't know if you did the same thing. Yeah. It, yeah. I think it probably happens no matter yeah, what. You, anyway, I think but. This, yeah, I think you end up leaving. I, I didn't really care. I was like, let's just go. We don't really have any food here. So we should probably find something. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And, and here's where uh, Wellington gets brought back up by Kenny, uh, which is supposedly a fortress to the north that could be a really good, safe place to live. And I believe that that's what we were looking for with Krista. Um, yep. At episode one. Yep. So it's come back up as a, this could be a safe place for us to go. Um, so we decide to head off and, you know, hopefully we'll find good shelter along the way, but uh, Wellington seems like a good plan. Um, from here, we cut to the group walking in the snow and they're struggling. Like physically, they're moving slow. Everyone's cold. They're shivering. Um, Luke and Kenny are arguing a little bit. Classic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, classic. It's not a good situation yeah, Rebecca's for the group at all. not doing well at all. I assume some kind of infection from giving birth. Yeah, she she looks sick, for sure. Like, she doesn't look well. Um, and uh, the group is struggling. And they stop to rest. Uh, Rebecca asks if we can stop. We're like, yeah, that's fine. Let's, let's stop and rest for a little bit. Um, as this is intense. And... Our buddy Arvo shows up. <laughs> the Russian uh, you stole from. Yeah. Yeah, that I stole from. So he's like, oh, uh, you stole from me, Clementine. Uh, it's good to see you again, kind of thing. Oh, fuck. How, how, did he act when he, how did he act when he saw you, though? Uh, he, he's looking for Jane. So he's not um, He's not friendly, but he's not like, I'm going to kill you. I, I, I think there's like he's neutral, but he's looking for Jane because she was a dick to him. Oh, uh, okay. For mine, he was, like, suspicious that Jane wasn't there, but he was mad because we stole from him, too. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's still suspicious. What? And then I think I, like, tried to direct him, like, oh, she went that way. I haven't seen her in a while. And he's like, it's a trap. Okay, gotcha. Also with Arvo is uh, his sister who needed medicine, who is really another woman who's his age and has some guns. And then a couple of their other Russian friends who also have AKs. Um so we get into a standoff, you know, everyone yelling at each other, put your guns down. Uh, and, you know, no, I'm not going to unless they do. Not a good scene. Um, and in the midst of this shit show comes our final decision, <laughs> which is that Rebecca, while sitting down, has died and reanimated as a walker. She's starting to turn and she's got the baby in her arms. And so we have the choice to shoot Rebecca to save the baby or to call for help. What'd you do? For sure shot her, like, right away. <laughs> Not really, you know, much of a decision to me. I mean, it is, but it's, I don't know. It's like, I'm. she's dead. She's a walker. There's a baby in her arms. She's going down. Like, there's no, not really an option yeah. there in my mind. Yeah, I think that saving the baby felt most important to me in that moment, even though that could cause a shit show with the situation we're in, you know? Yeah. Like, you're surrounded by people with guns. If one gunshot goes off, everyone in that group is shooting now, for sure. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's very true. But, but part of me thinks, too, like, well, but also if you see a baby get eaten, I, I might rather be dead. Like, yeah, that's true. Ah, uh, yeah, that'd, I don't know. That's pretty that'd be, rough. That, that'd be, <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah, that'd be fucked up. That'd be super fucked up. Um, yeah, it felt like a thing too because of that situation. Though you're right, I feel like if we call for help, like there's not really you. This is a situation where someone has to act immediately. You can't like say, "Hey guys, I'm gonna shoot," not so we can fight, but <laughs> yeah. you know, like explain the situation. Uh, yeah, you got like yeah, three yeah. seconds. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have time for that. So I, I did the same thing as you. I shot Rebecca also. I was like, I can't let this baby get eaten. Like, not happening. Yep. Um, and then uh, lastly, Mai on Twitter wrote in and said, I did it in a heartbeat. So same reaction as us. Like, gotta save the baby. Um, I think what happens if you don't do it is you, you, like, call for help or, like, say, like, Kenny. And Kenny sees it and shoots her anyway. So... The gunshot goes off to end the episode, no matter what. Um, 
And so actually this leaves you again, I would say, in a very similar situation to last episode where something traumatic happens and then, you know, goes black, which again, I think is pretty fun. This has me anticipating next episode. Like, yeah, okay, a gun just a gunshot just went off in this uh, shit show. Like, all right, how's this going to unfold? Like, I'm excited for that. Yeah, me too. It Yeah, these last two are really big cliffhangers for sure. Mm hmm. Uh, I guess with that, let's uh, jump into some general thoughts. Cool. Um, yeah, I can go first. Uh, one one yeah. thing I was thinking about, which I had briefly mentioned before, is this. I think this episode has like the most Walker killing and like group evolution, de-evolution, fighting, conflict, whatever, uh, from mm-hmm. maybe any chapter we've played so far up until now. At least from what I can remember. So I, I kind of liked it. It was a nice change of pace from fighting against, you know, like uh, Carver's people and, you know, other things like that. It, it was kind of a an interesting kind of back to the basics of Walking Dead for me. So, plus, yeah, Billy, you're like, like back in the shit. But <laughs> yeah, that too, for sure. A <laughs> yeah, little bit different. But yeah, I, I, I liked mm-hmm. it. It was fun. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a good point. I thought that was cool, too. Uh, I think in a probably a related point, probably due to being out in the shit, but the group's really getting thinned out here. Like, um, you have Sarah get eaten either way by walkers. You have uh, Nick die. Um, you also have Rebecca die. Um, so, and, and then Jane leaving. So, it's kind of crazy. Like, you know, uh, there was, you know, just a few episodes ago when we found Kenny's... Uh, ski resort you know and we teamed up with them we're like man we've got a big group like this we could really do something and now most of those people are dead (laughs) yep (laughs) i i guess it's just kenny and luke from that original group now or from that time right everyone else is dead yeah so you got kenny luke mike clementine bonnie yeah and so bonnie and mike and jane yeah bonnie or jane's gone so bonnie and mike we picked them up at carver's so, yeah, it's just Luke and Kenny from the beginning, which is pretty crazy, like, to see your group just get fucking wrecked. Yeah, seriously, in uh, two episodes. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, one one thing, too, again, we kind of touched on this. I, I, I love Kenny. I feel for Kenny, but he also sucks sometimes. Like, blaming mm-hmm. a, a just 10-year-old child in, like, cussing her out after being like a father figure it's like dude come on you fucking Mm -hmm. you can't do that i understand grief but yeah it just sometimes he's just so irrational it's like i just can't agree with you or can't follow you but then Mm -hmm. he always you know draws me back in but sometimes he really sucks yeah uh, yeah, I agree. I'm. I, I've. Uh, I've been surprised by the struggle with him. Some in this a little bit, because I know that like I. I feel like the first time we played, our attitude was Kenny's my boy, and it was really easy to stay with him. And I. I feel like I remember him being sort of difficult in season two, but he's more difficult than I remembered for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, I think my thought, I, I had some thoughts similar as, yeah, Kenny's not doing great. And you see these really, like, large swings with him. So, like, being really mean to you, like, about Sarita stuff, which there's part that's understandable. But then he switches over to being, like, overly attached to the baby. So we didn't really comment on this in there. But, like, Kenny's trying to do everything for the baby. Like, let me hold the baby. You sleep. I'll hold the baby. I'll watch the baby. And enough so that, like, Rebecca or other people are kind of, like, dude, that's not your baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I think is, I mean, Rebecca's allowed to say that. Luke said it once, but it's like, uh, keep watch, idiot. Yeah, uh, shut up, Luke. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. And and then also, I, I was thinking that, like, you, you mentioned this earlier, but, uh, like, excessive suffering broke Kenny. So, like you mentioned, with, like, Katja and Duck dying and sarita and probably everyone else kenny's have known along the way um even his new group yeah, uh people at the ski lodge they're all dead you know like they broke him and it makes sense like and, and being half beat to death uh yep 
pretty recently too. Like, uh, it makes sense. And then this last step of finding purpose again, this baby and like, I'll take care of this baby. This is my like life's work kind of thing. And I, I, I don't know. There's parts of that that are bad, but I guess there's parts of that that are probably good. Like, I imagine if you don't have something to live for in the apocalypse, then you just die. Yeah. Like, if you don't feel like you have that, just because it would be so hard to live. Oh, totally. Yeah, I mean, if, like, if if he didn't have the baby, and then probably also Clementine, he'd mm-hmm. probably just die of Walker or starvation or just kill himself or something. He'd be, yeah, he'd right. be wrecked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, this is similar to the vein of the, the baby talk, but having a baby in the zombie apocalypse would be just terrible. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think there's, I forget if it's Kenny or Luke, or no, it's Jane. I think she's like bugging Rebecca, like, "What are you gonna do with this baby?" Like how are you gonna raise a baby it's gonna cry like things like that and i I think she's kind of a a dick about it and i don't know what she's implying but it would be really difficult like you'd have to totally like i just can't even picture how that would work so it just seems like it'd be the worst possible scenario to be in yeah you'd really need somewhere with like high walls that's I don't know, up high, just away from walkers so that a baby could cry and not, like, bring, you know, a shit show on you or whatever. And then food, like, mm-hmm. clo- like clothing, environment, like, there's just so much stuff you'd need for it that it just seems like it wouldn't actually work out. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, that was something I was thinking about. Like, man, that would suck. I think they did a decent job of portraying it, like how difficult it would be, at least the, the yeah. early early stages. I agree. Um, my last point uh, is that I don't like the Russians, um, really being involved in the game at all. Um, <laughs> uh, may, maybe next episode will make me feel differently, but it seems like a almost like a bad version of Red Dawn to me um which i like that movie a lot you should watch red dawn if you haven't but um but it just kind of feels like that like why why are russians with ak's here like did they decide that now was a good time to invade the u.s because zombies are everywhere like it it seems stupid Mm -hmm. um and i don't know maybe i'm being nitpicky but it just feels like uh like why are they here like it could literally be anyone else to have that because I think that the the reason they're here, how it feels to me, is they need you to be in a standoff and then have someone shoot Rebecca. Um, like that feels like what this plot needs. So I don't know why it's why it's them. Yeah, because I mean, it could have been another group that wasn't Russian, but just like five local hillbillies like i I don't know it could be anyone else you're right it's just it's kind of weird that they're just a russian mob (laughs) or something like that right yeah what's 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 a russian mob doing in georgia or whatever like yeah you know during the apocalypse with ak like it doesn't make any sense you're right yeah yeah it it doesn't make any sense to me like if you just yeah if you just put five other people that would be fine even with the same lie of like oh these are drugs for my sister or something like I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Like, is the idea that they're, like, Russian drug lords who happen to live here and then the apocalypse happened? And, like, that, you know, they they sold drugs out of Atlanta or something? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It, I just don't... I don't like it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, and, and even <laughs> if that's true, it doesn't add anything to the story. Because like, it, it just doesn't matter. All that matters, you're right, is that there's a standoff, Rebecca gets shot, and there's, like, some catalyst for that. Right. Yeah, so not a fan of that. I think that that's a uh, pretty botched, weird story move. <laughs> like it almost, it almost feels like someone watched Red Dawn and then they were like, while they were writing this, and they were like, "Fuck yeah, this was pretty fucking cool in this movie." <laughs> it's like <laughs> let's yeah. recreate this in yeah. five minutes. It, yeah, yeah. So I don't like it. Um, not a fan of that at all. Yeah, unless there's big plans for them 
in the next episode. Right. Yeah. If they pay it off in some way, I could I could get over it. And I I actually don't really remember what happened. So they might pay it off in a way that is is cool. I, all I remembered was I don't like the Russians from before. Like I thought they were annoying. And now experiencing it again, I'm like, yeah, I don't like that. And they're <laughs> annoying, but also they don't belong. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah, that's all I've got for this episode. Do you have anything else? No, no, I think that, that covers it. Sweet. Uh, well, that is episode four for us. So, uh, next time we'll be back with the finale, which I'm excited for. Um, yeah, this has been fun playing this season. I've been surprised how much I've forgotten of it. So this has been fun to get to do. Oh yeah, for sure. It's yeah. I I feel like every episode I'm like, oh yeah, that happened and this happens and blank happens next. It's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. So in the meantime, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do that a couple ways. You can uh, talk to us on Twitter at StoryEverPod. Also for those, that's where I post these questions. So uh, yeah, you can uh, answer them on there if you'd like. Uh, Our website's thegreateststoryeverplayed.com. And that has our backlog of episodes. Also, wherever you get your podcasts, they're there too. Uh, if you'd like to financially support the podcast, you can do that at patreon.com slash the greatest story ever played. And, uh, we do a monthly episode that's just topical in nature as kind of a, uh, thank you for people who choose to support us. Um, and you know, we cover a lot of different things like our favorite games from childhood. We rank the life is strange episodes, stuff like that. And, uh, if you'd like to, uh, just support the podcast, not financially, uh, leaving us a rating and review on like iTunes or Podchaser or whatever would go a long way into just getting more people to see uh, see our show and be able to, I don't know, share in games like this with each other with more people. Um, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, see you next time. See ya.